0: Joining us now is David Chetnovic with CN Rail. He's the Assistant Vice President of Grain.
1: Well, it's been a, a very difficult uh, set of operating conditions through the winter. Of course, we're talking here today, and it's, uh, we're almost at the back end of March. And uh, for the week of um, March 6th, we were basically current to demand. We had caught up. So that was positive. However, if you go back and look into February and January... Um, the combination of and of course you know we're, we're both here in southern Manitoba we know how how uh, extreme the weather conditions have been here this year between the heavy snowfall and the persistent extreme cold and that's been a feature of the uh, of operating conditions along most of our western region you know through the winter it really started around Christmas and didn't really let up but of course prior to that uh, we had the, uh, three weeks where the main line between Vancouver and Kamloops was out of action and, uh, having three weeks not being able to utilize that vital artery created a huge accumulation of traffic, of course, and then the winter weather that we had did not help our cause. So, uh, at the same time, uh, as I mentioned earlier, coming out of that now, going into the third week of March, we're basically current to demand, which is, uh, from the the perspective of grain movement, which is positive to see.
0: Any concerns or any issues with with flooding, you know, as we start to see uh, the snowmelt here?
1: Haven't heard those uh, concerns yet, but I'm anticipating those. There's always that push for uh, getting grain out of certain uh, elevator assets in in front of uh, flooding risk. Haven't had a lot of feedback on that yet, but it's something that we're monitoring closely, yes.
0: How did uh, the drought last year impact what you're moving?
1: Yeah, well you know on the uh, on the canadian grain demand front certainly really from the from the middle of november forward i guess really december forward we've seen demand for cn supplied hoppers for western canadian grain movement running at 40 to 50% of what it was the year previous you go from the largest crop on record to the you know, to a one-in-20-year drought, uh, drought event that's going to have a big impact on on uh, on demand. We expect that demand is going to be light as we go forward here, given the the uh, high percentage of grain that's already been moved out of the prairies. And then, as you say, on the flip side of that, however, we've also we've seen changes in in trade flows. Now, of course, CN does not reach into the heart of Feedlot Alley in in southern Alberta, uh, where the the real heavy amount of the demand is for corn this year. But we do play around the fringes of that in in Alberta. And then there's, of course, beef cattle demand uh, in in Saskatchewan. You've got demand for corn from hogs here in southern Manitoba. You've got people who want to run ethanol. So we've had a steady program of corn running north. And our geography for pulling that corn is is Illinois and Wisconsin and Iowa primarily. So it's also a function of geography. That corn on, on CN lines has to travel a much greater distance to get to get to destination relative to what the other carrier would have for origination coming out of the U.S. So those, those factors all combined, it's been a steady program, but it's not of the scale that, uh, that you might see with, with another carrier that's got the heart of the demand in Feedlot alleys, So, And we expect that program to run you know, until we get to new crop here. So,
0: Are you um, seeing any impact from the war in Ukraine, you know, I guess with, with fertilizer shipments mm-hmm. here, any, any impact on what you're doing?
1: Clearly, and I mean it's a terrible thing that's happening in the Ukraine right now it's, uh, at the same time it is really creating some very significant changes in global trade flows from a Canadian demand perspective again it, it started you know in the last week of February you've got forward sales put on we, we haven't seen a spike in demand as a consequence of that where you're seeing it more is is trade flow out of the US um, where a lot of Ukraine corn of course can't get out that's That has to get covered by other origins. The U.S. is one of those origins that can cover. So from that perspective, we're seeing those changes occur. I think the more it will be interesting to see how things play out as we get into the back end of 2022 and beyond to see how how uh, how prolonged those changes in trade flows are and what the implications are for the movement of grain and other commodities, it's still early to tell.
0: Did the CP labor situation, does that impact, um, you know, uh, what you guys are doing? Or
1: Well, certainly from the perspective of, uh, as I laid out kind of earlier, uh, given the, the really challenging winter operating conditions that we experienced combined with the impact of the accumulation of traffic as a result of the mainline disruption there in, in southern BC due to the washouts for a three-week period. You know, there's a lot of traffic uh, that, that is left to move. And uh, from the perspective of being able to take on additional traffic, I mean, we're working very closely with our customers. Our focus right through has been on, the, on that CN core traffic, but also appreciating that many CN customers are also CP, also CP customers. So, you know, from the perspective of, of managing customer demand, we, we coordinate closely with them. Now the, the, the labor disruption has been uh, uh, resolved. But we did see a spike in, in demand um, that then uh, has since moderated in front of that in front of that labor disruption. In terms of a, a bump in uh, demand for CN supplied hoppers to move grain, it wasn't like it doubled or anything like that. But we did see a bump, and that's since moderated. So,
0: any final thoughts? You know, as we head head into spring here,
1: I guess we're going to see how the uh, how the crop plays out here. We're going to have more moisture to work with here in southern Manitoba and other parts of the prairies. I wish everybody a good uh, spring planting campaign here, and fingers crossed that we have good rains in the spring and summer to make a good crop this coming year for everybody.
0: That was David Chednovick, Assistant Vice President of Grain with CN Rail. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Knut. Thanks for listening, and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.